Good morning and welcome to the Markets Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 18th of November. Thank God it's Friday. And just as we all know, this is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. General advice only. All right, well, we'll head straight to the scores on the doors this morning. Dow Jones finishing down eight points, 0.02%. 33,546. Bit of a late rally, saving some blushes. It had a high of up 62 and a low of down 314 points. The Nasdaq down 0.43%, down 48 points, 11,135. And we had the S&P 500 down 12 points, or 0.31% in the middle for Diddle. 39.47, that VIX volatility index eased the smidge, down 1.4%. As a result of all this wonderfulness from the US, we have ASX 200 SPY futures up six points. Very little of interest. I suspect we're going to get another day like we did yesterday. Tight range drifting around. Stock specific once again. European markets, a little easier. Stock 600 down 0.4. FTSE unchanged. Germany was up 0.2. But France down half. Spain down 0.7 of a percent last night. In terms of the US markets, uh, we did see uh, the market rebound from its lows. Cisco was up nearly 5%. Uh, surpassing expectations in its first uh, half, uh, first quarter report, and it did issue upbeat guidance. The reason for the fall was once again we saw another Federal Reserve Eeyore out and about with President uh, from St. Louis, James Bullard, said in a speech on Thursday that the policy rate is not yet in a zone that may be considered sufficiently restrictive. And they reinforced the view that a Fed pivot is not coming anytime soon. I don't think anyone's suggesting that a Fed pivot was in. It was more a Fed slowing. Uh, Bullard suggested that the central bank should hike the Fed funds rates to a minimum of 5% to 5.25 and maybe as high as 7%. Uh, That did send a bit of a shudder through the market, but it is the Fed head's job to send a shudder through the market, and they do seem to be quite good at that. Uh, The uh, the US 10-year yield uh, jumped a little bit, 3.768, and the two years had a big run as well, up 4.45. That spread between the twos and tens still pointing to a US recession ahead. And it does seem as if the Fed won't be happy until it's got employment uh, down and the uh, US market and the US economy into some sort of recession and punish the stock market. So uh, that is very much in evidence. In terms of US stocks at the moment, Last night, we saw Apple up 1.2%. Apple has been the big tech winner on a relative basis. I saw yesterday it was only down around 16% for the year to date, whereas others in the sector, the metas, etc., have been smashed far more. So Apple very much the winner. Meta down 1.7%. That's the artist formerly known as Facebook. Google uh, was down 0.6 of a percent. Microsoft down 0.1. Amazon 2.4% down. Tesla down 2.1. Netflix, certainly the crown has slipped, uh, down 3.7%. US banks, a little bit easier, but nothing very dramatic. We had JP Morgan down 0.4 of a percent. Citigroup down 0.4. Goldman down 0.8. Bank of America down 0.6. 
Wells Fargo down 0.6 and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 2.6%. In terms of commodities last night, uh, West Texas was hit by a largest earthquake on record on Wednesday, which rattled parts of the Permian Basin in that oil-producing region. Didn't help the oil price, though, uh, which has been on a bit of a slippery slope, uh, down 3.2% for Brent crude, below $90 a barrel. That is good for inflation. That is good news, really. WTI down 4.6% or 3.9% as well. Gold falling 13.5 bucks or 0.8 of a percent. The US dollar index was up on the back of those bullard comments. We saw the US dollar index up 0.4 of a percent and the A dollar slipping below 67, 66.90 there. Uh, so that was why gold slipped a little bit. Other resource says last night on the LME, the London Metal Exchange, we had copper down 1.8%. Dr. Copper, Professor Nickel was down, sounds like a Cluedo game, Professor Nickel was down 8.4%. That has been extraordinarily volatile. In fact, Nickel has taken over from gold as the geopolitical play on the Russia-Ukraine war. It used to be that gold was the stock or the, was the commodity that was amazingly affected by um, those sorts of geopolitical risks. But at the moment, it seems nickel has taken that mantle, mainly because Russia is a big nickel producer. And uh, certainly there was fears on uh, earlier this week, given the missiles into Poland, and we did see the nickel price jump up to, uh, to 30,000, back down to 25,190. Aluminium down 0.8%, zinc down 2%, lead down 1.3%, and tin having a big fall as well. Why is tin important? Well, it's used in solder, in circuit boards, so slowing a US and global economy has an effect on the tin demand, down 3.7%. Looking at mining stocks around the world, BHP in ADR terms was down 0.2%, Rio was up 05 so nothing very exciting there. But Freeport McMoran down 2.8%. Alcoa down 2.6%. Tech down 3.5%. Anglo down 3.1%. Glencore down 1%. And Arbomile, which is the big US lithium producer, down 3.4%. So a little bit of pressure on that big lithium stock last night. In other news overnight, the uh, UK had their uh, budget. The Chancellor of the Exchequer, Jeremy Hunt, uh, detailed a raft of higher taxes worth around 25 billion quid or 40, uh, what's that, about 45 billion dollars and cuts to government's programs saving around 30 billion as well. So not a particularly good budget for the poor people of the UK. In other news, in the US, Nancy Pelosi has uh, step down as leader of the house she will remain in congress she is 82 so not really much of a surprise there but she has been in that position for a couple of decades so part of the washington machinery there in australia in terms of local news this morning we do have the sown hearts and mind investment leaders conference kicks off in hobart today so that's going to be interesting there uh, dairy products group uh, fonterra said it sold its Soparel chili business for 1.05 billion New Zealand dollars. And late last night, Satire, S-C-T-T, founder Dean Mintz, said he's selling 60 million shares in the online luxury shopping platform. 
Uh, Baron Joey doing the business, down 41.1 million shares, dropping at $1.46, which is around a 13% discount to the last close. It did represent around a 10% stake in the company. According to media reports today, BHP and Oz Minerals still locked in talks over the price of that uh, takeover. It may actually end up not being uh, uh, agreeable to either, so we'll wait and see what happens there. David Teo, of course, from TPG fame, is in the race now to buy uh, DJs. And the big news this morning is that Neighbours, the long-running and much-loved TV show, is coming back to screens. Amazon have picked up the show and they're going to be doing a new series of Neighbours. So that is the, certainly the big news of the morning. Uh, Mineral Resources has ruled out Lithium spin-off for now. And we have seen a new CEO at St. Barbara being announced yesterday in the newspapers, suggesting that that will make a deal between St. Barbara and Genesis uh, a far easier deal to be done. I read an interesting report today as well about New Zealand housing, which is well and truly being absolutely smacked at the moment. And one seller of a house uh, is now offering a new Tesla to go along with the house. In terms of our market today, with that small move in the SPY and a small trading range yesterday, probably much the same again today. We may see the banks increase slightly and the resources come under a little bit of pressure as those uh, prices on the LME fell. Certainly that nickel price uh, does suggest uh, some volatile trading and the uh, LME has raised margins on nickel uh, by 28% after all the volatility. So uh, that is going to hurt their nickel stocks. I guess uh, a couple of those would be uh, Panoramic and Poseidon Nickel. Uh, not going to do too well out of that today. But it probably will be very much a day like yesterday in terms of a wishy-washy, drifty kind of market heading into the weekend. And uh, very much uh, a tight trading range yet again. We have had an AGM update from LaVisa. And uh, they have said uh, global comparable store sales for the first 19 weeks of FY23 up 16.1%. Total sales the period up 60%. So that sounds pretty good for LaVisa. Just hunting for any other uh, news that's out early this morning. And uh, looking at that, we have uh, uh, Rio has updated the transaction on the Turquoise Hill uh, resource. Uh, play that they're doing which of course is Mongolia and we also have um, well more detail coming out on that Rio announcement today. Uh, acquisition will proceed but agrees to terminate the, the uh, agreement with some of the minority shareholders, the named security shareholders, uh, Pentwater Capital and Sailing Stone Capital. And question of the day today, with the world's biggest sporting event kicking off in Qatar this weekend, with Qatar playing Ecuador, who will win the Soccer World Cup? Obviously, it's not going to be Australia. Unfortunately, uh, we are a very outside chance, but it would be nice to see us make it through the pool games. But is it coming home, or will it fall to another country? Uh, France, Brazil, Argentina, very much in the uh, race for the top spot there. So who will win the Soccer World Cup? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day and may the trading gods be with you.